me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. cubes are not really they're just, <laughs> they're just banging against each other it should be the glass is not so easy to swing though like a wine you know ah there oh god it's okay. shirt be, isn't it they're supposed to be um what ah. the healing bowls from i have a better stop yours mine is good Yeah. It's like, how do they call it? Glass music or so? No, there's with like, fingers. those monks. Yeah. Eating bowls. Mm. Oh, they do this with glasses too. Now my glass is super cold. And now you're asleep. I feel a bit sleepy now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go. Topic of the week. Yeah, we want to actually, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a follow-up, isn't it? Because we did talk about shopping and then we realized that there's one type of shop that we have to talk about in a in an own episode, which we do today. And these are charity shops. Yeah, they're very specific to British culture, I think. Yeah, very in much. Terms, I think they do exist in some in some aspects around the world, but yeah, there is a culture of charity shopping. Yeah. And I think we have talked about them before. We have definitely mentioned them, I think even in a video as well, maybe. We should do that in a video. We should dress ourselves. We should we should make, get an outfit each from a charity shop. Under £10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. That's really good. That's really, really good. Okay, video idea done. Video idea. Um, yeah, so charity shops, I think you should start with explaining what they are because you are, I mean, we're both big fans of them, but for you it's definitely one of your favorite things, isn't it? Yeah, so much so that um, I think I maybe heard it, but uh, that I even coin, I would attempt to say I coined the phrase Chazza for doing a Chazza or going down the Chazza. That is your phrase. I don't know. Maybe I've heard it in a series of... And uh, who took it over? Your friends? <laughs> or whole Brighton? No. People know what I'm, t I'm talking about. Like, I, lo I love a good Chazza shop. I love but a good But you Chazza. say Chazza shop, not just Chazza. So um, in British culture, for some time now, they are shops run by charities. That's mm -hmm. the name sort of says it. And they can be many different types of charities. There's charities like UNICEF and Oxfam. Oxfam. But there, there Save are, the children. Save the children. But there are a lot smaller ones and local ones such they're, and they're for like homeless children, homeless people, mm. people with physical disability, people with mental disability, people who are suffering from cancer, and all these charities as an attempt to raise money 
as a personal donations, they actually open up shops. Yeah. And I don't, maybe there is, there's probably some inside knowledge as to maybe they get money off. Maybe it's subsidized if they open shops by the government. Like the rent or so. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe at the ground rent. But essentially, what happens with that, with charity shops, is that people come and they donate clothes, such Mm -hmm. as you, you've donated. Oh, dear. So many. Thousands of probably pounds worth of clothes. I'm expecting seeing my clothes around our area soon because I gave <laughs> stuff to the to actually the charity shop that is like I don't know 100 meters from our, our house. Just the people work there, all dressed as you, like it's a fancy dress yeah. party. Yeah, we had a big weeding out. I cannot even say a sash because it was weeding out months. And yeah, in the end, we got rid of a hell lot of my things. Yeah, so it's good for. It's good for you, the person who's donating. Like, I think you felt like you lost weight of, you know, knowing that you have all this stuff. Yeah. Which was like sort of sitting around. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you basically just turn up to there with a bag with a box just full of your junk. Essentially. I'll stop. It was good stuff. Like, obviously, the things that you give to a charity shop have to be not broken. They have to be in a good condition, something that people really would want. And for me, the things that I gave to the shared shop were things that other people would be happy about that just weren't maybe my thing anymore. Or basically a few things were, and I just really wanted to minimize my wardrobe, basically. Yeah, and stop your waste. Yeah, so it was good things, but I just wanted... um, Yeah, it's a good feeling if you can give it to a good cause and you know this actually does help. That's really nice. Yeah, and they put it through a process, I guess. They check it mm-hmm. to make sure there aren't any holes in it. Or, I mean, you, you, you can't donate your underwear. That's... Yeah, they wash it again. I mean, obviously, I gave it wash, but they obviously wash it again. They put it on on a nice, like, wardrobe thing yeah. or even put it on a, what are those window dolls called? Oh, yeah, mannequins. <laughs> mannequins. It, and it doesn't have so, to be yeah, clothes then... either. You can also donate yeah, things anything. like ornaments or picture frames or... Anything, furniture. Yeah, yeah musical instruments. Like crockery, cutlery, decoration. Yeah. I gave, yeah, an advance calendar. You did, a very customised one as well. Yeah, and that is is thing here too, but not as big as in Germany. And mm. they actually like to get it. Yeah. I think someone will have it maybe for their kid, and that makes me so happy. Maybe already someone's gone down there. Yeah. And generally speaking, they repurpose it and resell it at a lower, quite a low price, like quite affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, like, when I say charity shops, when we're discussing this, people are thinking, oh, yeah, I've been in, like, a thrift store before or, like, um, a boutique or something. Vintage. But these, like, vintage shops, they're actually very prominent in Brighton. Mm. The difference to that is that is going directly to the owner of the shop. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, those shops, to buy a T-shirt, a second-hand T-shirt might set you back, like, 20 quid. Or more. Or more. Yeah. Because it's then seen as antique or vintage. It's like vintage. Whereas in a charity store, maybe the the quality is a bit less than a boutique of the clothes. Depends. But it depends. You can find it all. You can find that if you're into thrifting Mm -hmm. or thrift shopping, you can find really cool stuff. You just have to go on a little hunt, really. Yeah. And you can find such good stuff um, for not a lot of money while when you... Pay for it. You support uh, a charity, so it's oh, yeah. actually really cool. It's not like that. It's like the money from what you buy goes to a charity, but it's not that all people that go to a charity shop are like 
people that need charity. Not at all, actually. We know a lot of people, well, we go ourselves, and we know a lot of people that do this out of like, I'm so convinced by this idea. Convinced by the idea that this is great. And they, we know some people, some of our neighbors, that say like they only go shopping in charity shops because not only there are several aspects to it that are great. First, the things are donated, they will be sold for not a lot of money. So you can get something nice for not a lot of money, especially if maybe you have a lower income or even not, if you just like to, and there comes my second point, the money goes to a charity, a charity is supported, gets also awareness and attention and all of that. The concept that there is enough stuff in the world, we can reuse it, we can re-love re it, <laughs> and we can maybe even change it if we don't like it and um, like upcycle stuff or whatever is amazing if we look at our environment and our climate crisis and environmental crisis out there. It's great. So a lot of things, I mean, basically everything speaks for it. Did I sell that <laughs> well to you? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so because... I'm someone who I used to love to go to um, DVD shops and I wouldn't go over purpose. To rent them? No, 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 to buy oh, them. Okay. And I have like a huge collection of DVDs. Yes, you do. And I would go to buy them not with a, a film set in mind. I would go and I... I like certain things, like I like certain styles of films, like certain actors, and I just go in there and I would spend like an hour just sifting through, oh, just, you know, oh, here's one for one pound. What's this? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. And he's like 16, never seen this one before. Oh, I'll get that. It's two pounds, whatever. What other people do in bookstores? And people, yeah, bookstores or like record collectors, they just yeah. sift through boxes of records and records. And charity shopping is similar. Like, generally speaking, there's a lot of shit that you go through, which you're like not interested in. But if you, really put your mind to it and i think there's a there's some kind of pleasure in like no 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 <gasps> wow what is this i've just found mm. wow it's a bright green spandex suit i've always wanted a bright green spandex <laughs> suit to wear on the beach i can say some of your coolest clothes that you have in your wardrobe they're all from charity shops what i'm wearing right now is from a charity store not cool <laughs> One of the lesser nice tops. I've got. Not my favorite shirt, but you have some really cool stuff. Where even ask you, I mean, where I even know the brands. Like, when did you get this? And you're like, oh, that's old from a charity shop. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, in, yeah. in Brighton, you're quite lucky. There's like one street I like to go down, and there's about twelve. There's like Oxfam, Mind, Save the Children, Save the Planet, Greenpeace, and um, you will find one thing every time you go down there. But sometimes you leave empty-handed. But, you know, that's the fun in the game in charity shopping. You, yeah, you will find gems. You, you will at one point find a gem. You think, what the hell is this thing that someone's given up that they've had for 50 years? And it's a bit stinky, smells a bit used and pre-loved. But with a bit of TLC, a bit of a 40-degree wash in the washing machine. What's TLC? Tender loving care. Oh, um, beep, beep, beep. Um, and yeah, yeah. You always leave knowing that actually you're not wasting any. You've probably bought quite good, well-made clothes because usually it's people who donate to charity shops donate things which are still in good condition yeah. after they've had it for twenty years or whatever. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and 
the people who work there doing it for free and they you know they generally they do it because they like to have a little chit chat with people who come in it's usually like a little old person who's in there and you get to speak to them for a little bit and they, you always meet nice people in charity shows yeah everyone's there for the same purpose and they, it's like a little i guess there's a community in a sense yeah. i mean obviously if you really need something and um Especially like I wouldn't, I would not buy underwear in a charity shop. You Actually, can't buy underwear. They can't, and you cannot buy pajamas. I think not even tights. Maybe actually, yeah, I think they do special tights. But like underwear and pajamas uh, and like bathing suits, you cannot like swimwear. Thank God, can't you can't. But um, also, if you just really need something because you go away on a trip to Scotland um, on a camping trip and you mm. need now exactly this thing, then maybe it's better for you to go to another shop or you are lucky, but if you don't have time. But it should be more like a hobby. Yeah. You go through it, you make it like, okay, let's say what we do. I don't know what other people do, but yeah, um, we would go through different shops, just have a look. And it's basically just, you shouldn't be frustrated if you don't find anything. It's cool if you find something, but then... We go into town. We haven't done this in a while, actually. But if we go to like charity shops, you always want to see every shop. I'm like fine with a few. You're like, oh, that's another one. Let's go. And then you just you love to go through everything and just see the things and maybe imagine their stories. But then um, you make it an afternoon, really. You go to yeah, shops. Maybe exactly. in between, you have a coffee or a drink, and you go for dinner afterwards. And maybe you find something really, really cool. I want to do that now. I want to go chat shop and then get a coffee. Should we go after this? Wait, I, I have a question. TLC. Yeah. The band. Is that is that why? Is it, are their names? Anything? Are they even called TLC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about them, but I like the song. I mean, I, I, like, I like some of the music. No, it's the names, right? It's names. What is it? Tina Leslie. Tia and Watkins or T-Boat. Wait, let me guess them. T-What? T-Boz. Then there's one Lucy. No, no, no. You know the other one, probably. Leona. No. Tiona and Leona. Lisa, left eye, Lopez. She's caught like this? Yeah. And wait, let me, Christina. No, her name isn't even beginning with C, but her nickname is. Oh, wait. Chassis. No. Name of food. Ooh. Charcoal. What? You mad? <laughs> wait, charcoal. She's in charcoal. The third one? Tion, T. Boz Watkins, Lisa, left eye, Lopez, and someone, C. Thomas. Chili. 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 Rosanda Chili Thomas. Okay. Sorry, that was a bit of an excursion to TLC. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> Nothing to do would with the be band. a good name for the band. Um, okay. So we recommend charity shops, yeah. don't we? One thing that's quite nice and I quite find funny is that some people donate um, like personalized or customized clothes, which I always find quite funny. Self made? Yeah, like or like upcycle. Typically, you'll always find no, no. You typically always find those like personalized T-shirts that people have given given in after they've been on like um, a lads weekend or like a stag do or hen do, and it will be like the destination they've been to on the front. It'll be like Magaluf twenty two, and then on the back will be like a personalized name they get. It's very typical of Brits, and it'll be like. Yeah, on the front would say like Magaluf 22, lads on tour. On the back, it'd be called like Mr. Big or something. Yeah. <laughs> or Dirty Barry or something like that. Michael the 
I had still my stuff from my A-level, like, you know, this, like, you have this motto that you leave as a class, like, class of 2000 really? and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I think you taught me also to give it to a charity shop, but I didn't because that's like, who wants to have that? People had signed it or drawn on uh, it? No. Oh. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. It's like all the names and stuff. I've actually inherited some of your clothes a bit like you yeah. were a child store. Yeah. I have one that from when you one time attempted to break the world record building the biggest sandcastle on a German island. No, it was a water experience feature. <laughs> I like that it was an attempt. It's just like attempted. No, I think we won that. Yeah. The attempt is on it because you give the t-shirt, you get it before you do it. All right. Before the world, world record Troy attempt thing. Hmm. I think we did it. I hope so. At least they sold it to me when I was... What was that? Twelve. It sold the idea to me that we did it. <laughs> Can I tell you? A it joke? was all children, so they probably had to say in there, "Yeah, you did it. You're in the Guinness World Record book." Oh, how, how do you call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you a world record joke? Yeah. And you're not allowed to laugh. Okay. Ready? One time, my penis was in the Guinness World Book of Records, and then the librarian asked me to take it out. Next topic. Past week's video. Uh, So we wanted to, as we're still speaking about British culture, uh, address the episode that came out a week ago uh, where we interviewed some people to ask them about British pop culture. Yeah. Easy. What is your opinion of British pop culture? Oh, I think I've stated that a hundred <laughs> times. I love it. No, it is one of my favorite things, um, probably after nature and music in the UK. <clears throat> oh, God, I cannot do this all again. People will be so bored by my by my endless ongoing thing about pubs. It's just like the community thing of pubs is amazing. Mm. It's not all about drinking. They're it's a about treasure coming chest. together. With whoever, what age, whatever age group, whatever background, whatever job, yeah. what, whoever really comes together and has a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were actually recently in a pub and we got to know a lot of different people, very different people. Oh, yeah. And we all were together and had a laugh. Oh, yeah, we bumped very into some people yeah. which we, like, kind of acquaintances that we'd met once before and they were just passing by and we... Just start checking, and then I don't know if you could ever do this in a bar because a bar typically has is quite loud in my mind. Mm. An English bar is usually loud, so you wouldn't really say, "Hey, do you fancy a drink?" And then go to a bar and not be able to hear each other for two hours. <laughs> yeah, we then sat at a drink outside. Yeah, and different people came to us. We met a local fisherman. That's always a that's a Nola thing as well. If you have Nola with yeah. you, then you start talking to everybody. Yeah, um, yeah, a local fisherman. Um, Someone who also rescued dogs from Ukraine. Oh, yeah, from Ukraine. Yeah. Just a guy called Barry. There's always a guy called Barry who you'll meet. And then we're like, all right, Barry. Hello, mate. All right, how's it going? How's your missus? Yeah, she's all right. You know, just trying to get away from her, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see you next week. Oh, some flat, cheap jokes. Um, <laughs> but no, it was really, really interesting because um, there were some people basically kind of out of our neighborhood that we have never seen. And 
that live here or their families live here for like 300 years or so. So interesting stories about our district. Pubs are very, it's very open-minded, much more open-minded than going to a pub in Germany. It's like you meet the community and you are all there in one. It's not, obviously you go alone or with someone and you can also just have your own beer or be with your friend's partner, whatever. Yeah. But if you're open to it and you want to get to know people, it's a good place for doing that. Yeah, and because they've exist existed for so long, there's lots of like up, um, standards that are still upheld and traditions that you can that in a pub. There are so many little things you should know because it's not just about do I fancy a beer? Yes, let's go get a beer there. Sit down, then just drink that beer. There's so much more to a pub. For example. Um, Meeting clubs, club meetings. Club I think meetings, we said this all before in the we podcast. We did, yeah. Though. I don't want to repeat ourselves. What we did in this episode is we asked people basically, and there it comes back to drinking, but it wasn't all about alcohol, like what their favorite drink is, what they usually drink in a pub. And it wasn't yeah. all about alcohol, was it? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, we even bizarrely met one guy who was in recovery, but mm. because his friends are still drinking and you know he wants to still socialize. Yeah. Pubs are a great place to do that, right? They exactly. often or nearly always have food. So it's different yeah. to maybe other countries. In other countries, you probably only go to the pub to have a drink with someone. But here, it's it's a bit like a restaurant. So yeah. you go for dinner as well or for lunch or, yeah. Yeah, and then here's, two, here's like what, what two tips inside one sentence, which is everyone's always a bit curious, I think, about English beer, like ale, essentially which has always got a bit of a bad reputation, I feel like, outside of Britain. But it is tasty. You just have to find your thing. Mm -hmm. And so one, one, you should try English ales, and they're always typically on not on the tap where you'd see like typical Pilsnery things like Peroni, whatever, that kind of stuff. Uh, they're always on these things. Somewhere on the bar, there'll be another area where there's these kind of almost like ceramic handles that you see people pumping and they're pumping out ale and you should just try you, and luckily in England a little tip which maybe we haven't said about talked about often is that you're allowed to try anything that's not from a bottle so always make sure when you're in an English pub if you're a bit curious about our ales and you don't want to commit to an entire pint then you should ask just to try some of them always ask the bar person Just say, I'm a curious non-Brit and I want to know more about these ales. Could I try some of them? Do it in your thickest British accent. <laughs> <laughs> hello there, bloody hello fellow, bloody hell, golly gosh. Can I try one of your lovely bloody ales? I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah, so check out the episode if you haven't seen it yet to see hmm. what people in Brighton like to drink in their pub and uh, what they like about it. Yeah, and any tips and tricks that they sort of are offering you for getting by and not feeling like a complete tourist when you go into a British pub. Check it out. And um, yeah, that's it for today. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Hello, I am English.